The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Discretion is advised. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate podcast, and we have the regular pod crew, which is Robin Mack and Alexis. And so, how are you guys doing? I understand we are about to get a huge deluge, and we are going to flood and all die, according to the news. Well, someplace in the Houston area, maybe, but, <laughs> but the Houston area is bigger than most states. It's really big, and they're saying that we also might get hail. Mm-hmm. Hail. Hail. Oh, so if you hear something, dear listener, that might be because, you know, it's literally hailing here mm-hmm. and we're surviving uh, tornadoes and all that stuff. And we're doing it for you. Sure. Can you mention the Patreon? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Go to transadvocate.com and donate for our lives. <laughs> That's right. We're risking our lives right now to do this I mean, podcast. I, I sort of like torrential rains. <laughs> and hail just makes them better. That's because you have outfits that go good with well, it. Yeah, I mean, when else do you get to argue that you know latex is appropriate? Hey. So, hey, you just threw a book at me. Well, we did have a Patreon prize that we should announce. Well, it's not just Patreon. Mm-hmm. So the deal was, and the deal is. What is the deal? What was the deal? So if you go to our website, mm-hmm. you see these little... Uh, ads that says giveaway time and uh if you go there if you follow the link you go to a page where you can sign up for our monthly giveaway and this this monthly giveaway was the newly printed Mm -hmm. revised Mm -hmm. edition of transgender history that susan strikers uh transgender history the roots of today's revolution roots so uh, we had people enter from all over the world, actually. Uh, and uh, as it turns out, um, we did a random uh, pick this this afternoon, and uh, Heath, drumroll, Heath, you won. Uh, Heath from San Diego, and I think I know who you are, Heath. I think we met one time. Congratulations, actually, Heath. at a uh, yay, at a, Heath. a protest. Yay, Heath. Yeah. So, hey, protesting. So, so what happens now is we give the publisher your name, address, all that good stuff, and hopefully they send you a book. And so when you get it, you need to tell us because we won't know otherwise. <laughs> That's right. And if you so, don't get it, you need to tell us because we won't know otherwise. And and, and again, I, I need to make this uh, clear. If you enter our monthly giveaway and give us an address... That's the address the thing will go to. So mm-hmm. if you give us your address and you're like, but I have a P.O. box that I would rather it go to. Well, and you do don't you enter the that. P.O. box in there first. It's going to the address that you entered. So yes. I have a question. Yes. Okay. It's a rule question. Uh-huh. Okay. So this may be a problem. We okay. have to edit it out. Actually, the oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, the, Pause. The, the real <laughs> question is. If I entered last week, mm-hmm. does that stay in for next month? Good question. Silence. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm thinking, well, maybe, um, okay, we have a yes and a no. I think so. What do you think? You I think don't know. So? I mean, it's random anyway. And, and then if you enter again, then you get two entries, one for the first one and one for the second one. Is that possible? Is that the way it works? Hmm. Or does it, it not could, work that it way? It could be. It's, it, I mean, let, hey, the let, more opportunities to win, the better. Do you think is that the way you want to Absolutely. roll? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, and, then let's and so roll the Patreon that way. People yes. get two a month. 
There, there you go. Okay, okay. okay. And and the deal is, if you uh, do the Patreon thing, mm-hmm. which is there are various levels, starting at like I think one dollar a month. On up. Yep. Yeah. Um. So if you your Patreon, your your chances of winning basically doubles. You get two yep. entries for every one entry. So yep. That's pretty cool. Great. So, so I have will, to ask, is Heath a Patreon supporter? Yes, Heath. In fact, uh, let's see. I don't do need the level. Yes. Yes. It says that he is. So, so see, it works. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, and how often are we going to do the giveaways? Was it once a month? Month, once month a month. Okay. Monthly. Okay. So, hey, so we're what getting do we pretty close to next? the end of the month. Yeah. Oh, I know what we're doing next. Oh. What? I'm not sure I should tell you. Oh. Well, you got to tell me. Oh, okay. We're we, doing a we, mug and two buttons. A okay. mug and two buttons. A mug and two. Now these are these are good buttons. These yeah, these are, good, are really good. Yeah, buttons. yeah, this is pretty. You good sort buttons. of see some of them on Kristen's thing that she set up. Oh, yes. but, but, you know, none of okay. that flare on your refrigerator. These are keepers. These oh, are good. Cool. Getting ready cool, for cool, pride. Cool. They're gonna look awesome on you. Okay, and would these mugs be like some of the mugs that I've seen us give away before, just locally here? I think they might be. Mm-hmm. Oh man, those are nice mugs. Well, you know, they're they're basically Unity Banquet mugs. Which yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody, okay, yeah, pretty much, those are amazing. Which, which everyone wants. Like, seriously, yes. that's the in, mug. In fact, I everyone use wanted every them. Day. They stole all the ones we had left last year. <laughs> yeah, which, that's which true. is sort of a compliment. We're but, aware of that, you know. and we're so good to our community that we didn't call you out um, <laughs> until now. Until now. But uh, and but, we might know who you are, so yeah. just you think about that. We yeah. might actually know who you are, yeah. and we have not done anything about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so just enjoy your coffee now. <laughs> Jeez, God. But if you're but a winner, it's sort these of a are compliment. Like, they were worth like, stealing. They didn't steal yeah. other things, right? Yeah. If you're a winner, yeah. you have no, a they're, worth they're a mug worth stealing. Yeah, these are no like cheesy plastic mugs. These are like nice big mugs that I use every morning uh-huh. for my coffee and every night for my tea. And then, I, I, it's like my coffee mug that I use. We tried to get rid of them one year. Like we tried to move on to like another giveaway. Oh, no, no, and, not we. Well, yeah. People before us doing oh, this. Okay, okay, okay. We learned from their mistakes. Right. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. then everybody's like, hey, what? where's what? the mug? <laughs> and we're They're like, like, do you know that this fits in both my microwave and my coffee machine? You gotta bring that back. I, and, What's nice is people have a collection of them. So I have mm-hmm. like a couple of different styles. Mm-hmm. I think I have 11 styles. Whoa. That's cool. That's cool. You've got the So that would be like the full collection. Okay. Yeah. And, and somebody gave me the ones that we didn't have left over so I could get one when they were stolen. Wow. So yep. I yep. appreciate that. So well, go to, to thetransadvocate.com and uh, consider subscribing, donating to the Patreon. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh it's great. Uh, please do support us at the Patreon. Remember, we are right now risking our lives. I'm looking out the window. It's getting dark. I think I hear some rain. Getting late in the day, too. That could be why it's getting dark. No, no. It's, it's clouds. It's a tornado. We're doing it. I'm risking my life well, right this now. This is really great because I remember one of our first podcasts where we post that jerk Harvey that we had. And oh, yeah. uh, we were talking about our recipients of our trans disaster relief mm-hmm. fund and mm-hmm. which we actually created during a storm the three of us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how scared we were no it was like what two three in the morning going like oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna need this <laughs> are you still and, up let's get started and, and, and it, you know in houston we get a lot of rain mm-hmm. i mean uh-huh. it, it's just normal in the yep. spring we get rain in the mm-hmm. summer we get rain yep. sometimes you know in that 
Well, since Harvey, everything has been like a major event. Warnings coming out everywhere. <laughs> right, and, right. and you look at it and you're like, it's just a standard rainstorm. Well, there's, there's thunder. <laughs> get underground, everyone, run. And we're laughing, but there's, there's kind of some legit post-traumatic rain stress if you've been flooded. But also, like, after something like Harvey, if it's not Harvey, don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, Is it going to be five days and 55 inches of yeah. rain? Okay, don't call me. Call me later. I mean, people are still trying to recover and people are still donating towards our trans disaster relief fund and we're still getting funds out to people who are in need as we can because we're doing and, and our if you own wanna, things here you want to go that way it's tdrfund.us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can volunteer and support us getting yeah, things out hey, to people we've been supporting people all over the place mm-hmm. i mean from the california fires i think there was some winter stuff mm-hmm. there's various hurricanes there's i think there was a what an earthquake or something yeah. in there? Mexico somewhere? earthquake. We yep. did some stuff yes. with. Yep. Yes. And and so you know it, it's uh-huh. it, it's all there, but uh, yeah, we, we're getting all these warnings that it's going to be disastrous floods. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw that on the internet, and I'm like, mm. um, you know, yeah. our, our level of quote disastrous floods has been reset in the <laughs> yeah. last year. Or two. Exactly. The bar yeah. just got higher. We're not out to like compete against it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, so uh, I want to pause that and do a little bit of house, house cleaping. Cleeping? Yes, I want to do some cleeping. Yeah, let's cleep so, it. So <laughs> we're going to cleep it right here. Okay. Another one of those words it's, I have to look dance. up. It's a, it's a new dance move. It's before, tw- <laughs> it's before twerking. <laughs> you know, at, at one point before I started listening to these, I thought I had a pretty good vocabulary, but... <laughs> I've had to look things up pretty you, regularly. And now you can grill it. <laughs> well, it's in my personal dictionary, mm-hmm. cleeping. So here's some house cleeping. Uh, the Texas primaries, the runoffs. Um, the runoffs will be on May 22nd, and you have to be registered by April 23rd. So if you have not registered, you can go to the Trans Advocate right there on the front page. You can. Uh, we've got a link right there. Just uh, follow the link. Go through... Follow the directions. We'll help you get registered. Uh, but register and vote. Register and vote. That's important. Register and vote. It's a combo. Yes. Yeah. It is. And if you aren't going to vote, it really doesn't help to register. Yeah. All yeah. it does is make the numbers look worse. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You got. You got to do that end game to get that full game. Thanks. You will be happy to know that in Texas, uh, in Harris County, where we are, Houston area, in the primary. Mm. The side that is considered to be more friendly to the GOBT community uh-huh. managed to get oh less than six percent of the registered voters out to vote. Six percent! Whoa! <laughs> the side that's considered generally not friendly to the GOBT community got well almost eleven percent of their people out. Wow. Not good, but it's twice what we did. Hmm. hmm. I wonder what excuse is so big that you can't get out during early voting. Oh, no, no. I can tell you. Okay. The, the polling says that it's a, well, they're all Democrats, so it doesn't matter. Ah, huh. ah, uh, uh, yeah. So huh. it's, it's you know, someone else is going to vote for me. And, and pick who I don't like so that then I'll have an excuse for the general election of not getting out because it's not my choice. Yeah. Listen, if, if that's you, you're an asshole. Like, seriously, <laughs> you are an it. asshole. Yeah. And uh, the kids that are suffering in school right now because they have no protections, Mm -hmm. they are in that situation because people like you chose to not vote. And we we actually heard from those kids this last weekend. I was going to say, and it doesn't matter what your issue is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trust me, this is what affects it. 
Right. Yes, absolutely. Right. You know, if gun control is your issue, if immigration is your issue, they're if, all out for that. If how we spend our money for health care is your issue, if mm-hmm. you're here in Houston and it's Harvey, we don't want another one. <laughs> we need to figure out how to drain it. Is your it doesn't matter what your issue is. These are the people that are going to either make it better, worse, mm-hmm. or really screw it up. That's and right. Even being like a really awesome, great Republican, like make it your issue and get out there and vote. Like there's people that there, are working for your vote out there that yeah. they'll work for you. If you're a Republican, there are trans inclusive and LGBTQ and mm-hmm. inclusive Republicans out there. Yep. We the the reason that we don't have a statewide bathroom bill right now mm-hmm. is because some of those Republicans in state office mm-hmm. stop that shit. Yep. I mean, um, and we need you to get out there and pick individuals who will support our community. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm glad that we remember the kids and I'm glad that they came out last weekend. A lot of the speeches were... What, what, what are you talking about? Oh, great. Let me elaborate. Um... <laughs> Did it have to do with guns well (laughs) it definitely did it had to do with a huge nationwide march and kids saying like we don't want violence in our schools we Mm -hmm. want our politicians to support us and represent us Uh i heard that there was amazing speeches that maybe we could lace in our show um Mm. if you didn't get a chance to see them whether you're politically oriented or not democrat or republican doesn't matter get out there and watch them they're all over youtube or facebook and, and I you think know, for the first get time, involved. For the first time, the phrase that you're an unqualified lesbian showed up in lots of places. Really? Whoa. This was, you know, people claiming that some of the people talking and then some politicians that started to run were unqualified lesbians, which essentially a couple of them offered to take the certification class. What? For people for people don't have the context, you know, I'm, I'm, what it, unqualified I'm, lesbian for, are, unqualified people. for what? For office, probably, but the way they did oh. their English, it was unqualified as a lesbian. Oh. You could take oh, it either way. Okay. And so they're like, I'll oh. take the test. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. certification test. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> First off, flannel or heels. Um, second off, <laughs> well, and, and, tools or sports. One um, person who was accused of this actually says, is there an oral exam? Yes. <laughs> but we aren't going to talk about that. Well, because then we would have to have sex education and STD. Oh support well, which they here, should advocate for that too in houston the numbers are uh that we had fifteen thousand people out there in houston mm-hmm. for uh march for our lives yes that's pretty amazing it was really it's it's it was a large i, I uh, think their estimate in washington dc was eight hundred thousand or something right. like that that it was the largest march that has occurred right but then they backed it back a little bit but then they moved it up so it's one of the largest marches that have occurred which mother's march mm-hmm. was the biggest one uh, good old Trumpy's wow. inauguration wasn't even in the running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fake news. I will tell you right now that Don't is get fake that news. Yeah. But you are funded well, by George Soros, aren't you? Probably. Aren't you? I'd like to be. <laughs> I need his phone number, though. Well, maybe if you didn't see that march, it was because of all the trans and the military stuff that Trump was trying to talk about That's instead. That's sort of interesting because that the was... military saying they aren't going to do it. Right. They're like, what are, we, what are you talking about? Like, why are you talking about it? It doesn't make any sense. We aren't doing it. Is this fake news? Yes. <laughs> well, one of the things that's interesting 
you know, to, to begin with, the first round of this, mm-hmm. I was very uncomfortable having the Joint Chiefs and the Secretary of Defense on my side. Mm-hmm. This hasn't happened before. <laughs> you know? right. they, they have not really been... In like ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the reason is because they did this two-year study. The study mm-hmm. informed the study. them that mm-hmm. there were no problems. And in fact, mm-hmm. it was a good thing. And at that right. point, the military changed. And they're right. like, this is the way it is now. We, right. we did the right. study. So, so, you know, suddenly they're on our side. They're ignoring the president, which is really big uh, mm-hmm. when you come down to it because they're, you know, he's their commander in chief, direct line, the whole bit. But right. they're just saying no. Now, the other thing is that when they were explaining, when the Joint Chiefs were explaining why they ignored him and, and were pushing back, they mm-hmm. hadn't said no. They just hadn't done anything. You know, it's a military approach. We never say no. Don't we just delay. No. <laughs> you're, right. going, you're going to be here maximum right. of like, you know, six more years. We hope not that long, but <laughs> right. we can stall that long. <laughs> we're the military. Yeah. You know, and but their reason was that if they pulled all the transgender individuals out of the military, we would have no... Um, what are the readiness for fighting any war, any place that we have wars going on, nor any new wars. Hmm. So suddenly our military would be unable to do what it's supposed to do. And they said, we aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, just like, that so, is so huge. now it's Trump like, has a conversation that's, with that's Putin. It's a large amount of people. So Trump oh. has a conversation with Putin. Uh-huh. And it's a weird conversation, you know, when he's wait, congrats- wait, 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 wait. Is it Putin or is it Putin? I don't know. It's probably Putin. I've never, re- I never I, pronounce I, it right. I, I don't know. I, I it's hear probably it both Putin. ways. But but anyway, he has his conversation with his good buddy over there, his best uh, friend yeah, from yes. Russia. Yeah, yeah. and you with know, love. congratulates yeah. him on his win, even though he's told by all of his intelligence people, <laughs> do, do not, not congratulate yeah. him. <laughs> the whole bit, but he does. And we don't really know what the rest of the conversation is. But in my mind, and this is. Pure conspiracy theory, but hey, the right wing does it. I can do it. Yeah, well, no, why not? Yeah, you know? why should you be the only so, one not making stuff up? What would Putin think about doing a little something that made our military forces totally unable to oppose any Russian aggression? Hmm. Would that be a good thing, maybe, for Putin? Hmm. Or Putin, or whatever his name is? I think it might be. And so yeah. here we go with good old orange person up there saying, well, we'll just tweet this and we'll start this up again and I'll just pull them out so that suddenly we have no ability to defend this country. Right. Wow. So this is, this is scary. So what I've heard is that the so-called policy, the, the new policy, whatever that is, was actually written by Pence. Well, and I've heard there's a few court cases out, so there's not... Well, there a, is. Not... And, and in fact, what's happening is they, uh, the, the attorneys... For Trump, for America, actually, um, they're saying, okay, look, all of these cases are now null and void because the Twitter policy that the, the, that the president announced is, is no longer in effect because he withdrew the memo. Therefore, there is no actual policy right now. Therefore, all of the various uh, lawsuits that are active mm-hmm. um, are null and void because they have no policy that they're fighting against. Um, um, but, uh, but the federal uh, courts sort of said, no, it yeah, doesn't exactly. work that way. That is right. exactly right. <laughs> and some of the orgs raising money to fight for trans people keep emailing me for money like it's a real cause. And, and you know... The courts are sort of like, well, then we'll just issue an injunction to stop you from doing what you haven't done because there's suspicion <laughs> you're going to, which they can certainly do. So, I, so for some what I hear, Mattis has uh, said that basically they want to stop taking in any new trans people except 
for trans people who agree to present as their biological sex, which means well, okay, what huh. the, the the court case that needs to happen mm. is the definition of biological sex. Oh, whoa! <laughs> I mean, we have all sorts of things that are showing biological markers for transgender Bring that it aren't on. The, the research is not done anything mm. else. But I think it would be wonderful if the government said, "Well, to prove our point in court, we're going to go do all the research and fund it all." Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And every cis person that's getting into the military, Has they to need tested. to take that test right. and yes. prove. That they are what they say they are. Well, only if they decide that they're going to discriminate against trans people. Oh, actually, and, I and, like and, that and, even you know, better. And then, like, <laughs> in my case, I mean, I, I have a fair amount of proof that I am just not normal, a normal cis person mm-hmm. biologically. Mm-hmm. And I've done nothing to modify it. Yeah, but what does that mean, normal I have no cis clue. person biologically? <laughs> well, yeah, like, well no, no, we no, I can tell you like exactly what it means. Like, where would we <laughs> look? Know, you, like LabCorp and all those people, when you mm. send in the hormone test, mine come right. out and everything is non-standard. Mm. Okay. So that's what it means to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it doesn't matter whether you check the male or female box. Uh-huh. I, I do not fit any of the standards. I suspect lots of us are like that mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, those are sort of like average and I've never been average. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's uh, several times I wished I was. It'd be like, it'd be wonderful <laughs> I would have made things easier. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but I'm not. So let's right? go with that one. Right. And that, so, so, you know, Maybe it's good. Maybe we'll get a definition because courts like actual definitions. Yes. They, they do not like this bit of, well, you know it when you see it. Mm, <laughs> you know? That's really bad. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. And the interesting part is the military is on our side. That's good. really and difficult for me to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I want to stop us here, take a short break. And when we come back, I want to talk about something happened with uh, some testosterone stuff. So, um, that stuff. yeah, I want to talk about this. So, uh, listen, if you have been taking Androgel or something or know someone who has, you want to stick around for this. So we'll be right back. If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community-owned transgender archive that's open to the public. Also, please keep in mind that our 2018 Houston Transgender Unity Banquet will be held Saturday, September 15, 2018. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com. Hey there, we're back. And so I want to talk to you about this androgel thing. You've probably not heard, but uh, there's some issues with androgel. Okay, so I want to read you this. uh, This is a... There are some alleged slash claims slash whatever because... You know, some of it I think is overstated. Exactly what you just said. That that's what I meant to say. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, thank you. Yes. So for the insurance journal, so this is off of Insurance Journal, a journal that you know focuses on claims through the courts and whatnot. So jury orders Androgel maker Abvi Abvi. I'm not sure how to pronounce their name to pay $3 million after judge rejected $150 million judgment. So um, basically, the long and short of it is that a lot of people, uh, actually several thousand people who are taking androgel, claim that 
they were not properly warned about the effects, the, the negative effects that androgel could have on your heart and went on to later develop heart problems and are now suing. So uh, there are several cases in the courts right now going through. Um, and uh, so, you know, have y'all heard about it? I, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about I it. Mean, I've heard about problems with it. And usually it's because in, in the people, in the cases that I'm aware of around here, the doctors did tell them that there were potential problems with their heart. They gave them medication to help protect their heart. And people who either did not take the medication or stopped taking the medication for their heart had heart attacks. Okay. Well, well, let me, <laughs> let me read you this part. Uh, so that, that settlement that I just, uh, or that award that I just talked about, it's the second verdict against Abvi in the consolidated leg- litigation over testosterone replacement products by a Chicago-based company and other drug makers. More than 6,000 similar law cases Law cases have been filed, the bulk against Abvi. Yep, and it doesn't surprise me. You know, there's there is an issue now. Not all these people so, so, are, are cis. Not all these people are trans. Not all these people are intersex. These are just people who are taking this particular medication, androgel. So, uh, but this leads me to a wider conversation about drugs that the trans community uh, have. Let's not lie. It's not just the trans community. It's the cis community. It's the intersex community. It's the human community that find various drugs like androgel or estrogens or whatever and decides, you know, I'm just going to take these. And if one's one's good, then two's better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the real problem with that is that A, it may not do what you want. B, there may be side effects that you need to accommodate some way or other. Mm -hmm. And C, if you don't get it from a pharmacy where you know what's really in it, then you just don't know what's really in it. Oh, are you saying that these online pharmacies that you get from overseas and stuff, you might not totally, for reals, know what's in it? Um, My personal opinion is that most of the Canadian ones are probably okay because we sort of know a lot about Canada. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about the ones that come from various islands in the Pacific Rim. Yeah, those are wonderful. They usually come in weird little packets with no labeling or anything (laughs) else. And yes, I have seen some of them because people have brought... People have brought them by and said, so... Totally not placebos. Do you, 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 you think this is okay? And I'm like, how would I know? <laughs> that's right. right. That's how right. would you know? And, how would you know? And yeah, that's the whole point. And your point. friend saying on Facebook that this is what I get, it does not count as a reliable source. Oh, well, and, and that's something else. Come, like, seriously, social media comments. Don't get your medical advice from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't get it from comment sections mm-hmm. of articles. Don't I, get I, it from well, Facebook. Well, if you think everything that's on Facebook, Twitter those sorts of things, is accurate, then go ahead. <laughs> Darwin <laughs> Award! <laughs> you know, it, 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 exactly. It's sort of like, give me a break. You need to figure it out that most of what goes out there is not mm-hmm. totally accurate. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't figured that out, well, whatever. It's just, you know, do what you do, and I hope <laughs> that you're really lucky. But, but see, one of the things, too, is that your friend got it here, and it was wonderful, and it was perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. One of the questions that somebody brought by was their friend got some. It was in a nice bottle. You had a manufacturer. It came from Germany, actually. Mm. It was sold out of someplace in the Caribbean. Mm. This whole bit. 
probably is fine. It looked okay, but I mean... But again, but, how would you know? But what they got was a little baggie. Oh, a little baggie <laughs> of pills that didn't look anything like the ones that their friend had gotten. And, you know, it... it it was like wrapped in tissue paper inside mm-hmm. the baggie. Oh, okay. That that doesn't seem and, sketchy and, at all. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you even asking? <laughs> it, it's like, this, this is ridiculous. And, you know, because I mean, their friend had given them an empty bottle saying, well, here, here's what it looked mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. I got it. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't anything close. Uh, but it's not only that. It's like, you know, some people will hear like, oh, hey, uh, uh, I think it's blue cohosh and, and licorice. Hey, those have feminizing effects. So if I take a whole bottle of this, it's totally not going to do anything to my blood pressure or anything like that. Right? Right? <laughs> well, right? Well, only if the natural drugs, which is what they are, have no effect, period. Would it not have an effect? I, I mean, if it has an effect one side, it will have a bigger effect. I mean, the whole thing about it is... It, you, you really have to get hormones right for them to do what mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Because if you get too much of anything, it changes to something oh, that you wait don't a want. Second. <laughs> You're one of those losers who thinks that you should actually go to a medical doctor that knows a thing or two about trans health and like have them educate you about the various medications that you're thinking about and have labs drawn and like do this with medical supervision. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea because you're really screwing with the basic operation of your body. No, 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 no. What you should do is just kind of go in there, say, Doc, you know, I want X, Y, and Z. I saw a commercial and badger them long enough until they give it to you. And then you take it, but you take twice or three times as much. Well, Well, wait, what about the people who actually did the work, got in line, got mm -hmm. a good trans care provider that was, you know, supposedly educated and then just decided to use this cream? (laughs) <laughs> which and is there are people you know because yes. i actually i do have i do know people who have used a, like a testosterone cream whether they're trans or cis to up their testosterone mm. because of natural reasons that they needed to be but they don't want to take needles you know or they don't want to they don't have they don't have patches well but the other thing is i do know some people who are t- are seeing a doctor mm-hmm. they are doing stuff and mm-hmm. then just to make things go faster they started using the cream too Oh, it's that T O O too. They know it. They know better than the doctor what they should be and, taking, and, right? And you know, and and if they're female to male, it's they're really surprised when their breasts start growing again <laughs> and get real sensitive because it metabolizes that way. And and you know, here's the other thing about it. I've heard people say, "Well, I can't afford, you know, mm-hmm. to see a doctor. I can't afford to do anything else." Mm-hmm. There are endocrinologists who are very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Now, regular medical doctors, there's some who are, you know who don't know a lot about it, some that do and all like that, but endocrinologists are always pretty much up to speed on what we're talking about. Yes, and there, and in Houston, for instance, there are a couple of FQHC federally qualified healthcare clinics who, by law, uh, offer sliding scale uh, healthcare that are trans-inclusive and have doctors that can work with uh, people. So there's really not, I mean... Yeah, maybe you're living on the streets and you have nothing and you can't do anything. That's one thing. But, you know, I can't find $20 to go see the doctor is a different thing. Well, and WPATH and the, you know, oh, God, the 
Trans Health Medical Conference. It's it's out of uh, Philly. San, it's out of San Francisco. Oh. The one I'm thinking about is for medical providers. Oh, and gotcha. Philly possibly possibly as well. They have regular conversations about standards of care. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's all online. It's all you know out there and searchable. But I mean, back to this lawsuit. Like, so what? What are they? Are trans men or people well, that have been uh, hurt by it going to get anything out of it? So. Unless you are part, I, I would imagine, if you are not part of this uh, litigation process, mm-hmm. then you're not part of that litigation process. Mm-hmm. And, and the lawyers are going to get most of that. But that's mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. But what's probably going to happen is one of two things, maybe both. And that is it'll either become unavailable, mm-hmm. thank you very much, or it will be very, very expensive because they have mm-hmm. to cover their new insurance rates. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. So basically, people who are being affected by this is only if they doubled their dose or didn't no, use it no, under no, doctor's no, 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 orders. No, this, no. this is supposedly on normal doses because I can guarantee gotcha. you that anybody who admits doubling their dose or did anything like that will have been thrown out of these lawsuits right. early on yes. because well, liability kinda, leaves. When that's kind of why that. I bring it back. So some of us haven't heard about this, and if you're just hearing about this and you went to the doctor and you did the right thing and you're on Andrew Gel, like I mean, well, so the, these people are saying, look. Uh, for the most part, they're saying, look, okay, well, maybe I've heard that there are some side effects and may- maybe there's an insert that lists side effects and, okay. and stuff, but, but it wasn't really, you know, hit home to me exactly that there really are side effects and right. that these side effects could include really for reals, right. not just talk for reals. Heart well, problems. Well, right. Cause if you look up, like I looked up the first article on it, it was three years ago, mm. heart Problems are is like one of the last things said on the article all the way down. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to an average user, if you just went to the doctor and got this, that may not qualify as like a main priority. But the thing is, we live in a consumerist culture where we are bombarded with television ads that like half of the television ad is mm-hmm. nothing but people talking really fast about the right. millions and millions of complications that could possibly happen right and we kind of i don't know about Gloss you but i kind it. of like after a while tune those out a little well, bit know, I, mean, I super tune in like i mean some of that stuff is wacky yeah and then all of a sudden your pancreas will burst and it's like yeah what like <laughs> what and this is for seasonal allergies what and, and, and see the thing about it, i mean i always yeah can... yeah i'm like why would that be a side effect like <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I always ask before I'll take a drug for the pharmacology sheet. And this oh, is the one that okay. has all the big words. It has all the details. Yes. But the key part is side effects. Yes. And the side effects are always listed in the order of likelihood of occurrence. Mm. Okay, that's and, good. And, you know, headache, for instance, which is a pretty minor thing, or, you mm. know, mild headache, mm-hmm. is frequently listed first because that's the thing that happens most. Or right. injection site soreness is mm-hmm. listed first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally non-serious. Right. As you go down the list, anything that has anything over like 0.05% and is serious, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, because it's a half a percent chance that one of these serious things is going to happen. They're usually down at the bottom so of the list. So that report is really But important. they're things like heart failure. <laughs> well, uh, well, you can live without your heart, right? I heard that liver somewhere. Death, it, it was you know, on Facebook, right. and that's where I get and, my medical and, information. And, you know, more than once, I declined a medication because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, one of the particular medications I declined was for arthritis and that sort of stuff a long time ago, mm. and it was because it had a two percent chance of causing extreme liver problems. Holy crap! 
Now, 2% to me is a really big number. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I mean, but, but you, you can't it. like live without your liver. <laughs> no, and, and I've never been into the transplant thing. I don't have that many good friends. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so I said no, and, and they withdrew the drug about two years later. And my doctor said, you know, you were really good saying no. And I'm like, you don't look at that stuff? <laughs> and a couple of my doctors, when I walk in, they just hand me something they want to try. And they're like, here's the sheet. Tell me whether we're going to do this or not. Because, wow. because you've got to be your own best advocate on this stuff well it is important to be your own patient advocate yeah. and do your own yeah. like this two percent mm-hmm. it was published it was there you mm-hmm. could read it all you wanted it was said in the last but, 30 yeah. seconds of this big but how many people read that how many people really look at it and how many people think two percent yeah that's, that's pretty not small yeah, yeah. but but then it's yeah. like how many people do i know i know a few thousand people guys yes. we'd kill a big chunk of them exactly you know and you would mean, miss part of those people when yes. they're gone and and you know and if it's like point zero zero one percent i'm not that's a thousandth and you know that's like one in a thousand chance mm-hmm. you know that's still not such a small number when you think about it. It's like, you so know, you, you look at really the 50 million. It's really important to know how to gauge these things. Yeah. And, and you have to decide what's okay with you. Right. Like if, if I'm in enough pain or enough problems where it's like, you know, I got to do this or I can't continue with doing anything, then maybe I'll take a higher risk. But, you know, this gets back to a, a pet peeve of mine that I've had with the trans community and the way we talk about the trans experience and the way that cis people talk about this trans experience. Cisplaining. Yes, that has pissed me off for uh, decades now. And that is, uh, it's almost entirely focused on pills and surgeries. Pills and surgeries are the easy part of transition. That's 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 the no-brainer. That's going to the doctor, <laughs> making an informed decision with all of the facts there and having conversations. That's one thing. I mean, getting your emotional, mental house in order. You mean like make, being able to live in the world that yes, you now have created that, for yourself? That stuff. That's the hard part. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that you need support for. That's the part that can oh, but sometimes... You've read, you've read all the stories. It takes two minutes to adjust. Uh, of course, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, no, and, no. And, and whenever no, I go no, on no. to various uh, Reddit uh, sub-communities or I see uh, Facebook groups, especially for people who are newly transitioning, you know, the focus is primarily on medical crap. Mm-hmm. And the medical crap is the easy crap. That's the stuff that you can talk about that all day long. There's lots of information out there to talk about it. But the the hard part is, you know, okay, what kind of price am I going to personally pay for being true to myself? Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? Mm-hmm. Do I have the psychological support I need in place to be able to walk through this difficult moment in my life? Am I going to have any losses? Am I going to feel betrayal? Am I going to have resentment? And how do I deal with that? How many those of your be- friends aren't going to be your friends anymore? Yeah, I, I are- usually look at it more of like a like a social support situation too. Is like you know who's going to have your back? Who are you going to be with? And mm-hmm. and like walk this out. Like who's going to be there for you at three o'clock in the morning when you need to talk? Because that will happen. Right, and you need that person. Who yeah. is that person going to be? Yeah, like, you know, who are you going to date? How is this going to roll out? Are you going to be I okay mean, dating, with it? I dating, in my mind, that's like way down the road I, when you figure this first, stuff out. Okay, it was people, funny because I, I was going with the dating too. It's I like, always go there because like, you know, I mean. Because this is it's, a lot of people's fantasy. Yes. And it's you know, a fantasy. Yes. Trust me. <laughs> 
And and I mean, let let's say you got the looks halfway covered. Okay. okay. You know, and I'm coming from, you know, a uh, a performance community. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's say you have the illusion of being who you want to be. Check, okay. right? Performance community, what do you mean by that? Well, You're I not did, saying butler-esque. No. You're talking, well, I just <laughs> we're said, all gender performing. Right. Well, I mean, I I did a lot of work with drag kings, but it's oh, like, okay. like gotcha, you, can, gotcha. you can manage a lot through your aesthetics without mm-hmm. hormones mm-hmm. or surgery. Mm-hmm. So you have the illusion of who you want to be. Right. What's the first thing you do? Go out. Okay. Okay. And then not to say, not to say that everyone is interested in being social or sexually oriented, but the first part is, is like, well, who are going to be your friends once you go out and you're Mm -hmm. dressed and you're looking like you do, you know, and then who are you going to be with and who's going to be with you? And the other thing is, what does it actually look like when you're doing it? You go out and the question, and we dealt with this a whole lot is, are you comfortable in your skin? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's what's going to get you a positive or negative experience with people. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, things that I've never had problems with, people have problems with all the time, and that is like talking to law enforcement. Because I am totally comfortable with right. who I am, regardless mm-hmm. of how I look. Mm-hmm. Right. But I prep at number one. I mean, right. I'm up that, front. That's here's why who I look I am, at that too, because it's like you you are now literally dressed as someone that you're not oh, used no, no, to no, being. No, 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 no. You need to go at this with shame. And yeah. you need to be stealth, <laughs> and you need to lie to everyone well, in your life. In that's case, the good. I'm that's usually the which, friend in the scenario, yeah, right? In, in which case, the scenario that's had in, a little heads up. Yeah, if, if you're doing the shame thing and all like that, everyone that you're worried about will be worried about you and clocking you and, and yeah. checking you because you're giving off vibes right. that something's wrong. Yes, exactly. Well, well, <laughs> let, let's put it this way. If you're just hobbling to your mailbox, and this is a huge mm-hmm. success, you worry about your neighbors and the cops. Right, mm-hmm. but if you're actually going to go out in public and socialize with people, like we were at the transgender you mean, like, center, tomorrow night, yeah, <laughs> you know, like you you might go out and dance or drink with friends. Uh-huh. You might go out to pizza or yoga, you know, and and you know with friends. It doesn't even have to be sexual, but it's like, how are you going to be? Are you going to be comfortable in your own skin? And then what's going to happen? And when you have those conversations, in my experience, when I have those with people, they really start to put themselves in those shoes. And how are they really going to wear them? How's that going to play out? Mm. But and, even then, it's theoretical until you get out there. Right, right. And then, you know, who is it that you want to be with? Right. Because a lot of times when people change themselves some, mm-hmm. they've decided these aren't the people I want to be with that I've been with right. for the last 20 years supporting me and getting me here. Right. So wait, wait, but, whenever but, you say be with, what do you mean? Like hang out? Hang out, you know, basically have a relationship yeah, with, you know, oh, okay. let's perhaps just talk about, a sexual one, perhaps not. Let's you know, just okay. talk about hanging out. Like always, you've met plenty yeah. of people who... Who have grown up in one situation and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they dress and they they're out as trans and they're in let's say the the glbt community it's uh-huh. a new community to them they right. have no no and- background in our history they have no background in like how people communicate with each other mm-hmm. it's kind of an, a different experience for them and, and they may have some longtime friends who have sort of known about the fact that they're transitional like this that don't get everything right 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 and I can't imagine someone getting everything right first try. Yeah. Of course. I, I mean, yeah, you know, no it, way. It, it, I mean, it's, it's all like, borrowed information, you're, you're right? You're going to blow it. You're going to misgender. But the point is, all of this that you're talking about, mm-hmm. this is that's the, the hardship. That, that's the <laughs> hardship. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. stuff that there's a reason why I tell people look, if you're going to transition, 
get a support group. And, you know, it's best that the support group not be just this kind of trans or that kind of trans. You want, you know, for me, it was great to come into a support group that had all kinds of trans people Mm -hmm. where I could go, okay, I totally relate to that experience. Mm -hmm. This experience, not so much. Right. And that helped me, like, figure out, okay... I think it's really important to have that diversity and allies also because you can get very single focused and get pressure when everyone's in on the same agenda. It may fast track you faster than you're used to wanting oh, exactly. to go. Exactly. And, and that's the whole thing. And, and, you know, it's little things like uh, we used to for a long time, and I really think we should find a way to restart it. Once a week with the male to female group, we would go out Wednesday nights for dinner mm-hmm. and maybe we would do something else, but we would go out for dinner and everyone was invited no matter how new. Right. Now, depending on who was going, we would select an appropriate place to go for dinner uh-huh. because there's some places that are just fine. There's some places that no, everybody needs to be at least a little passable mm-hmm. mm. and, and that, well, what you would see is it would take a few tries and then people would start to get comfortable because they were overdoing whatever they were doing right. to try right. to get there. <laughs> right. and, and, you know, and that's fine in yeah. the right thing. And, and, you know, my view was that when people got comfortable running out mm-hmm. to the grocery store in their new right. form, right. now we're getting okay. Because, yeah. you know, running to the grocery store is nothing. But, if you but at that point, they're on their own. Ready, they're at their own. <laughs> have a Why are you laughing? That's a big deal. picture of her. Whenever she first turned to transition, and she's like, "Why didn't someone tell me that orange is not the right foundation? I look like an oopa loop." And, and she did. She was wearing a turtleneck, and her and, face was oranger than well, orange. Orange is always yeah. the giveaway color. It I mean, always is. Which is I, why I keep looking at Trump, saying, "You know, thanks for you marketing that. This yeah, thanks for marketing that. Uh, well, and the grocery store is a pivotal point for people, you know, because you're in front of so many people randomly that you don't know. You're by yourself, and you, you have know? to eat. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a requirement yes. for life. Yes. You know? But, so. and, but and navigating exactly. all this stuff, this is this is the hard part. It's yes. not popping a pill. Before it's you not ever get into sex, it's, it's like not, yeah. yeah. It's Before a, you yeah. ever navigate like relationships and navigating sex and negotiating yeah. those kinds of things, those are you know the hard part is what's important and it, and the hard part is whenever i see people in these various communities online talking it's usually not about that right and so and, and the thing about it is you never get the hard part right of course of <laughs> course <laughs> it's it's like you'll be like oh why did i do that but, and <laughs> that's a laughter of relatedness because guess what if you hadn't been a different person than you were, you know, born as or whatever, if you hadn't done any transit, you'd still never get the hard part but, right. But that's that's the point of having a support group, a support system in place. As mm-hmm. you said, Robin, mm-hmm. you know, that you need to be able to have a safe place to go and say, look, this was my experience. Yep. What, you know, how did you deal with it and whatnot? Well, and so, I think, like you said, it's important to have the, the people you can call at all hours. It's mm-hmm. important to have the support groups. I mean, and it's every, everything have, offers a different like support. Yeah. And it's good to have a, a competent therapist in your corner. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you start dealing with the really hard shit yeah. that you can talk to and they can walk you through that because you know what? They've seen a thousand people right. transition. Right. This is and, not new to and them. And it's also like someone you'll listen to. So when someone says, I really authentically think your hormones are out of balance and you should talk to somebody, <laughs> you know, Take a few deep you, you can hear them. 
and then you might act on it in a sooner frame of time so things don't go wacky. <laughs> and, 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 you know, just, just as a random thing, if, if your endocrinologist has told you that you need to take these two drugs because it could have heart effects and you decide right. that the one that's important to you is the one drug that uh-huh. basically changes your body. And so you decide to not take the other one so you can take a little bit more of the one. Right. And you have a heart attack. This is a hint. It's right. a really huge hint. Right. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you talking about it because uh, uh, edit it down how you have to. But like <laughs> we so, could go on and on because it's a big part of stuff. Okay. So but do we have any things coming up? Any kind of events that we need to mention? I do want to say, hey, if you have an event, send it to us. You want us to announce it. You want us to talk about it. Send it to us. Tweet it at us. Send us an email. Let us know. We're going to come back and talk about uh, tomorrow night's event with Spectrum South. We've heard from Megan a few weeks ago talking about the uh, queer magazine launch in the whole South, not just Houston, and what the undertaking of that was. Well, they're throwing an event on femme identity for Women's History Month and expanding the definition of femme and having some live performances tomorrow night um, on Thursday. Mm. So this probably won't be out till the, before then. <laughs> well, and see, if we were talking about this last week... I just week, thought about that. I, if it was last week... I, I guess probably... my answer is no, because like... Because <laughs> I was going to say, you know, their, their events are usually overcrowded since I'm going. I would just assume you didn't come. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that is yeah. a personal point of view. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I could talk about bunnies on the bike but it's it's funny in uh san francisco they're having hunky jesus contests for, for yeah i saw yeah, that for, i almost wanted to go the, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, why. yeah. The, the sisters of perpetual indulgence oh, for easter them. are having the them. hunky jesus contest and you can twerk with jesus hey, in san francisco know, if, if you don't know the history of the sisters you should go and educate mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. man before and if you want introductions i think we might be able to get introductions Hell to yeah. some. I mean, my God. <laughs> Let's interview but, some but, sisters. Yeah, before there was like uh, hospice care for people with AIDS, yes. kind of AIDS, yes. everything. They were the ones yes. out there caring for people. Yes. They're an awesome organization. Yes. And they're all pretty darn weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is a good it. thing. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so we'll have some updates next week on how Bunnies on the Bayou went. That's the Houston version of <laughs> Twerking with Jesus. Bunny. <laughs> and um, and then also the Femme event and Megan and um, Kelsey will come back themselves and talk about the launch okay. from their perspective. Cool. And remember, you can go to the Trans Advocate. You can A, register to vote. Please do that. And B, register for our monthly giveaways. And so again, congratulations, Keith. Um, we will send your information to... What is the publisher of this book? Seal Press. Seal Press. They're awesome. Yeah, we'll send your information to them. They'll get that book in the mail to you. Um, And uh, let's hear from you. Um, Anyway. Until next week. Until next week, we survived the thunderstorm. Wow. I don't think the trail got wet. (laughs) And any event. Yeah, there was hail. Go to Patreon. Hell yeah. Thank you, and hey, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote, no matter what. The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams. All rights reserved. The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America. Six minutes and about 20 seconds. In a little over six minutes, 17 of our friends were taken from us, 15 were injured, and everyone, absolutely everyone, in the Douglas community was forever altered. Everyone who was there understands. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. For us, long, tearful, chaotic hours in the scorching afternoon sun were spent not knowing. No one understood the extent of what had happened. No one could believe that there were bodies in that building waiting to be identified for over a day. No one knew that the people who were missing had stopped breathing long before any of us had even known that a code red had been called. No one could comprehend the devastating aftermath or how far this would reach or where this would go. For those who still can't comprehend because they refuse to, I'll tell you where it went right into the ground, six feet deep. Six minutes and 20 seconds with an AR-15, and my friend Carmen would never complain to me about piano practice. Aaron Feist would never call Kira Miss Sunshine. Alex Schachter would never walk into school with his brother Ryan. Scott Beagle would never joke around with Cameron at camp. Helena Ramsey would never hang out after school with Max. Gina Montalto would never wave to her friend Liam at lunch. Joaquin Oliver would never play basketball with Sam or Dylan. Elena Petty would never. Carol Lugren would never. Chris Hickson would never. Luke Hoyer would never. Marquine Duque Aguiano would never. Peter Wang would never. Alyssa Alhadaf would never. Jamie Guttenberg would never. Meadow Pollock would never.
Since the time that I came out here, it has been six minutes and 20 seconds. The shooter has ceased shooting and will soon abandon his rifle, blend in with the students as they escape and walk free for an hour before arrest. Fight for your lives before it's someone else's job.